uctoday.com. Hello and welcome to Out Loud. I hope you're all well today. In this episode, we will be taking a look at one of the biggest trends affecting the modern business world, that of digital transformation. Organizations are looking for ways to improve and optimize their business models and utilizing modern technology may be one way for them to stay ahead of the game within any given market vertical. Mesa G are one of the world's leaders when it comes to UCAS, SD-WAN and managed security provision for enterprise organizations and service providers, so they really understand the importance of DX. Today I am joined by Dean Manzuri, who is their VP of Cloud Communications, to look at how organizations can best transform digitally and what technology platforms might be most useful for them. I started by asking Dean what he and Mesagy understand digital transformation to be. Have a listen. Digital transformation for an enterprise means leveraging technology to solve traditional problems and achieve greater levels of efficiency. In other words, to increase productivity. This outcome requires a cloud-ready and agile IT platform as the foundation. So as CIOs work to design more optimal business solutions, we see them lead their enterprise to essentially what amounts to three phases of preparation. First, they have to establish an agile IT infrastructure. Then they migrate their applications to the cloud, not only to lower costs, but also to stay focused on core competencies that, that maintain industry competitiveness. Third, they need to secure customer privacy and intellectual property. Once they have these things under control, they can begin their digital transformation program and start to innovate and automate business processes to achieve greater productivity. I'd be interested to just get your opinion on this, and it's a, it's a slight aside. A lot of people have talked about digital transformation within existing businesses because we've seen a lot of disruption from digital native businesses that might have disrupted an industry. And the examples that are always cited are something like Uber in transportation or Airbnb within accommodation, where a new startup has utilized technology to massively disrupt an existing market. Yeah, you know, integration is one of the most strategic initiatives an organization can invest in today. Um, It's the heart of differentiated customer experiences. Um, it's having all of these cloud applications in silos that aren't connected with each other. If you look at your example of Uber, um, there's a lot of there's there's many tasks that are automated um, without any human interaction, and I'm sure there are many different systems that are made to work with each other to gain that level of efficiency. From the moment that you're calling, requesting a ride, to a moment uh, where a driver comes by, there's no human interaction. It's all done by um, different applications talking to each other in an intelligent way. And, And that's what businesses and enterprises can take advantage of uh, to create that level of uh, productivity and transform not only their business but their industry. 
And it's interesting from the perspective of, a, of an existing business, when we talk about the integration of these different platforms, we have to sort of set the scene. Historically, a lot of these technology platforms, as you touched on before, would have been siloed and sporadic. And one of the keys when it comes to integration enabling digital transformation is the ability to use APIs and SDKs and some of those tools to integrate these different platforms together. Right. I mean, to stay competitive, uh, organizations can no longer afford to leave valuable data trapped in disconnected silos. You know, I'm sure if you ask any CIO, they'll tell you they, they have at least a dozen SaaS applications that are running in some secure environment that are essentially disconnected. You know, I can give you an example in my own terms of unified communications as a service. You know, we've got APIs. Uh, but how many other applications out there does it impact? Of course, the CRM is the first thing that comes to mind. How is that CRM and the UCAS effectively talking to each other programmatically? How is an ERP system, for example, might be talking and taking advantage of automated workflows that could benefit the organization and increase productivity? You know, there is no shortage of APIs, right? The application program interface is embedded in every SaaS application that you can see out there. They're typically web services APIs, and they all have their own schemas and allow you to programmatically do things. But they're not easy to put together. We see our customers being challenged by understanding the, these API schemas. And putting it all together, if you think about how APIs might be used in an organization, you know, what do they need to have in order to take advantage of APIs? Well, first they have to have an API mediation server with real-time execution engine. They have to have a network that's reliable with high availability and low latency. They have to have a software developer, whether they you know, hire it, uh, whether they hire that team of developers or whether they outsource it, still need somebody to develop this for them. It isn't something that they can just go out there and push a button and make it happen. They have to sort out all the API schemas of required SaaS applications. If they've got a dozen of them and they, they want to connect them all together in a meaningful way to create a useful process, they have to understand all these APIs and what each command might mean. Then they need to understand their own business and create a workflow that can be automated, that can be potentially beneficial to the organization. So they have to really be able to define that and communicate that to the developers, right? Then they need to have the developers hard code this logic in the mediation server, right? Then you pay maintenance to keep up the server, the network, and you know, the developers, and then you hope that the developers just don't disappear and get hit by a bus, right? It's all of those things that, that are preventing, I think, our customers to take advantage of the APIs in a, in a massive wave of solutions, right? It's, it's, it's not happening as much as we like them. Again, there's no shortage of APIs. 
they're there. It's just difficult for organizations to take advantage of them because of all these items that they have to put together before they can take advantage of uh, the productivity created by connecting these different SaaS silos. You've set the scene there in terms of the complexity required of effectively knitting this huge patchwork of technology together. And when people talk about integration and APIs and SDK, it all sounds a lot more simple than it is, but you've explained there the complexities behind that. So is that where platforms like integration platforms as a service come in, iPaaS? Is that what we're talking about to sort of simplify that process? That's exactly what an iPaaS solves. You know, integration platform as a service uh, that doesn't require uh, the the user to be a programmer or, or a coder. Uh, rather, it's someone that is is a business manager that can go in there and not have to worry about the the eight items that I just. Uh, rolled out, you know, execution engine, mediation server, network connectivity, workflow designer, developers, you know, if you eliminate all of that and have a platform that makes it easy for customers to go out and innovate and create workflows that are meaningful to them, you know, our customers are smart. If we give them the tools, such as I described, I'm sure they're going to come up with innovative ways to automate their own business because they understand their business better than anyone and they can figure out things and they could be very simple simple to implement low cost but high benefit because they just automated something that they do routinely in silos i know this is something that you at messagey have have a big focus on enabling your your partners and customers to be able to achieve Right. So we have uh, selected, you know, an integration platform as a service, and we've normalized our APIs into this platform. So what that means is that our customers can go to the, this integration platform as a service, which has normalized channels to over 200 SaaS applications and create all kinds of innovative workflows that benefit their specific business and their specific tasks. And, and so the, the, the integration platform solves all of those eight things that I laid out. It's the catalyst to start the innovative process, and it's a way for them to automate things without having to rely on, on a team of developers, without having to lay out a low-latency network, without having to lay out mediation servers, and execution engines. All of this is there, ready to go. So effectively, what, what, what that does, if I'm understanding correctly, the platform provides a, a location where a customer can go and, and you at Mesogy have dramatically simplified the process of integrating these different platforms together so that they can just concentrate rather on the on the logistics of, of how they're technically connecting together, but more on the, the logistical workflow aspect of, of how they can benefit their business. Exactly. And I can give you some examples of that, uh, what some customers are doing. So if you're familiar with the UCAS solution, it's typically not connected 
to the customer's record keeper, the, the software that keeps track of who's onboarded in the company and who's not. You know, there's like Active Directory is an example. It's, it's where you keep employee profile as they come in and leave your organization. Somebody has to go in there and maintain that database. What will happen most often is when you're subscribing to a UCAS solution, you still have to go and create the users in this other environment. So now you're really duplicating a task. You're not only creating that user as an example in Active Directory, you still have to create the users in the, the call platform. So with a, an integration platform as a service that has normalized APIs to the call platform's provisioning engine, as well as being connected to a software agent that's aware of your Active Directory. So now your Active Directory additions, deletions, can trigger a workflow that automatically creates and or deletes the user in the call platform, eliminating a very critical step in here, which double data entry, right? You enter the data in Active Directory, that automatically creates the user in the UCAS platform. That, that can potentially reduce the, the, the amount of staff you need to keep on board just for this provisioning process. Correct me if I'm wrong. So, so essentially, in, in terms of the, the technologies, everyone has been aware effectively of a while that these sort of possibilities were, were there in terms of API integration between different SaaS platforms. But the logistics of actually doing that, as you explained earlier on, is incredibly painful. And what iPass can do is dram dramatically improve the, the ease of use of doing that. And, and therefore, when you're able to, as you said, link up maybe a communication system with an administration system, th there's a huge efficiency there, isn't there? And it, and it saves someone, as you said, a manual task of having to enter things twice in two different systems. Yeah, absolutely. You know, another example is Selective call recording. There are customers who would like to record calls, but they also are aware that in certain areas, they're not, they're not able to record calls without notification in certain states. So what they can do is have the system in the background with the APIs of the call recording platform and the APIs of the call platform. It can automatically... Get tri you know, trigger a workflow when, the, when an incoming call comes in. Look at the ante, the caller ID uh, of, of, of the caller or the, the number that's being dialed, and determine by comparing it in perhaps a static database to whether this call can be recorded or not. And then it, it can automatically make that decision to record or not without the user having to think or do anything. The real, real application that our customers ask for and so with an integration platform as a service, this is an easy task. It takes maybe 20 minutes to set up that workflow. From a Mesogy perspective, I mean, th this seems to make perfect sense. How, how important a part of your proposition to your customers and service providers do you think iPass is going to format going forward into the future? I think it's, you know, today it's, it's sort, of, sort of a, you know, afterthought. Customers come in, you know, wanting to have a unified communications as a service solution. 
But once they start realizing how much they can leverage the platform with their other SaaS applications and automate and integrate their business processes, you know, many years we've talked about screen pops or click to dial as, as integration to a CRM. So if you're a UCAS solution provider, you invariably come across customers that will ask you, hey, do you integrate with Salesforce or do you integrate with Zendesk? And the question to ask them is, what do you mean by integration? Is it just screen pops and click to dial? That was available. That, that's, you, know, you can get an out-of-the-box solution that provides this, you know, that provided this like 10 years ago even. But what if you want to go beyond that? What if you want to take that conversation, record it, transcribe it, put the transcription in the CRM as an activity history, but also based on the customer sentiment, start a task. So if the sentiment is perceived to be negative, the system, the workflow, the iPath in the background can automatically create a task for me to follow up the next day to ensure that whatever they were unhappy about is resolved. It, it just, it's better customer service, right? And it's easy to do. You know, you, you, the, the integration platform can connect to IBM Watson for transcription. It can connect to our recording channel to grab programmatically the recording and have it transcribed by, the, uh, by IBM Watson, as an example, and bring it back and push it to Salesforce, perhaps the contact activity history, and then decide that, hey, this customer wasn't happy, so then create a task for me to call them back the next day in my calendar events. So all of these SaaS applications, my calendar, the CRM, the transcription service, the recording service, the call platform, all of these things are SaaS applications that are previously in isolated islands, and now they're connected, and it allows our customers to innovate and come up with ideas that I just described and, and increase customer satisfaction, increase productivity, and, and increase the bottom line. It's fascinating to, to talk to you and understand some of the possibilities that integration platform as a service might, might be able to offer and how you guys at Mesogy are enabling that. So, Dean, for the meantime, though, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast. Thank you for having me. It's been great speaking with you and uh, looking forward to doing it again. Huge thanks to Dean and to Mesogy for coming onto the podcast to help me understand more about how platforms like iPass can assist organizations with their own digital transformation journeys. If you want to learn more about how Mesogy are helping their customers, you can find loads of information on our website. So head to uctoday.com to find all the latest news there. That's it for today's episode. If you enjoyed this or any other episode in the series, please recommend the podcast to a friend, subscribe on your preferred podcast platform, and leave a nice review if you have some spare time. As always, though, thanks for listening.